With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Braves reporter, Mark Bowman. And, Mark, first podcast of the second half of the season. Uh, We can kind of reset the stage for this team heading into the second half. And, of course, the trade deadline uh, less than two weeks away at this point. So we'll see what the Braves, if they're busy uh, selling anybody, if there's anybody that, that they could get something back for at this point in the season. It's certainly always an interesting time, the end of July. All right, let's start with, um, I think, some good news. Uh, Tyrell Jenkins, two starts, has, has been pretty good for this team. Uh, last time out, six innings, four hits, two runs. Um, is that experiment what the Braves were hoping it would be so far, Mark? Yeah, I think so. I think it's somewhat of an unexpected experiment. But at the same time, you know, there's no sense in then giving starts to uh, uh, De, La, De La Cruz or, well, you're going to continue to give them to Harold. But, but while... while Williams Perez and, and these guys that are some wearing Blair battles back, you know, to get back to the rotation. It only makes sense to to get Tyrell these starts to to see to get a better feel. I think that everyone in the organization, you know, the assumption is that, that uh, Tyrell will probably end up in the bullpen. But at the same time, why not give him a chance to start right now? He needs to develop a third pitch. Um, this gives him a much better opportunity to do so than he was in the, the role he was in there in the bullpen where. You know, for about a month, I think he was up for about a month, uh, and and made probably four or five relief appearances. So, um, it, it makes sense to, to give him a chance to, to work in this role. Uh, you may get a better feel for for what he could potentially do. At the same time, you're giving him a chance to to get a better feel for a third pitch and and get a and show you what kind of makeup he has in that starting role. Yeah, and certainly just get comfortable at the major league level as well. Uh, Tyler Flowers has gone down now, Mark, out four to six weeks, uh, that broken left hand. So they've called up Anthony Wrecker. Uh, give a, a chance for him to show something and, and see what he can do as the backup catcher here. But I think the injury brings up a big question of what is this team going to do as far as the catching position goes going forward into 2017? Uh, because there's no clear, obvious thing there, no obvious choice. Um, is, are the Braves going to make a move? Are they going to bring in a catcher? What is your best bet as to what they're going to do for that backstop position in the future? Well, you know, I, I think that this is a question that, that probably existed uh, even even if the, the hand injury had not occurred. Had Tyler not broken his hand there that, that last week before the break, we this question was there. Now it's at the forefront because you basically have You've got A.J. Brzezinski and Anthony Record. Neither one of them do you want them to be a primary catcher. We, it didn't take them long to show, look, they brought Record up here, assuming that, you know, play A.J., put him in the primary role. Well, first two days after the break, they had a total of, I believe it was eight eight wild pitches and, you know, one pass ball. Now, hey, look, maybe some of those pitches he couldn't handle, but at the same time, this has been a, 
a problem throughout the season. He's 39 years old. He shouldn't be relied on to play every day. And, and uh, you know, when he's been asked to do so, it, it's shown that, uh, you know, he can't do that at this stage of his career. So at this point in time, you're, you're looking at Anthony Recker being probably the primary guy for the next month unless they go and get a, a veteran guy. Now, at the top of the list, you, you ever want to say, okay, go get Luke Roy. Well, look, there are other teams that are vying for Luke Roy right now, uh, which, which – you know, increased demand. Uh, that, that price tag is going to go up. Here's a guy who will be a free agent after 2017. At the same time, he's in this. You know, he, he's right there at that that age, there in the early 30s, where you get you have to be hesitant to give a long term deal to a catcher. And that's one of the reasons Brian McCann had to go elsewhere. Um, so I, I do think. Hey, look, and if. Speaking of Brian McCann, I know that this talk, you know, when we've written these articles the last week or so about going to get a catcher, the fans have said, you know, can they go get McCann again? Well, look, they're not going to go get McCann if they have to pay that salary over the next few years, um, the remaining years of his contract. So uh, that, that would have to be one of those deals where the Yankees would have to be willing to eat a, a portion of that contract. Um, and I, and I, I, what I would say to that is I don't see that as, as the most likely option happening right now. Yeah, and the Yankees, I would think, as much as people talk about them maybe finally selling, I don't know if they're going to go to the point where they're selling a Brian McCann, but only time will tell. Um, as far as the trade deadline does go, um, obviously uh, bringing in a catcher would be a move for, for the future here for the Braves, but but you got to talk about the guys that they have on the roster that other teams are interested in, Mark, and whether or not maybe the Braves are interested in moving some of them to continue to bring in younger talent. And I think the one guy on this roster that any team that, that needs starting pitching would be interested in is Julio Tehran, but we've talked about it on this podcast. The season he's had and the contract he has and the control that he has left he looks more and more valuable to the Braves, I think, uh, that they wouldn't deal him. Do they need to be blown away to to trade Tehran away? Yes, exactly. There, I mean, look, I mean, I think the way I've written it many times is it has to be a uh, Shelby Miller type return where they got Danby Swanson, you know, Aaron Blair and Ender Inciarte. It, you know what? It has to be better than that return. And I don't think that's uh, necessarily going to happen. Uh, and even if they get something to where they're tested, the Braves have to step back and say, hey, look, what do we want to do the next few years? You trade Julio Tehran right now. All of a sudden, you're going into next year with Mike Boltonevich and, and Whistler at the top of your rotation. Uh, maybe you go out and get a veteran, you know, a, a stopgap, a short-term guy. But but the part of the luxury of having Julio Tehran is you already have that guy who's going to make an average of basically $9 million over the next four seasons. I mean, think about the cost of pitching. You, you, what you're going to go out there and spend um, on a guy, you know, a, a guy who, who could at least provide you some stability. Um, you, you're going to go ahead and uh, spend your money elsewhere and may not get the same return on the mound. So um, I, if I had to guess right now, I'll put the number at uh, 75% chance that Julio stays. Uh, I'd probably put that higher, but uh, I think we probably had this conversation back in December where I was feeling quite, uh, you know, a similar way about Shelby Miller. So I've learned that uh, you never know what kind of offers are going to be made to where uh, the Braves have would have no choice but to say no. But but for right now, uh, I'd say that Julio will stay there. At the same time, I'm monitoring, you know, what's going on with the Cubs, with the Rangers, especially with the Rangers rotation as it's falling apart. Does that push them to a point where they give you 
they make you an offer that you absolutely can't refuse. Hey, that's what makes these last couple uh, weeks leading up to the trade line, trade deadline fun because, uh, you know, the, you never know what's going to transpire. You mentioned Shelby Miller and, and boy, Mark, that trade just looks better and better, doesn't it? He gets optioned to AAA by the Diamondbacks, and it's just been a, a disastrous season for Arizona so far. But but Miller to be optioned to AAA, and it seems like Swanson's just getting closer and closer to the big leagues. That deal looks better and better. Uh, as far as other guys the Braves could move, you have names like Jeff Francoeur, Jim Johnson, uh, Rodas Viscaino. Um, Who's the who are the most likely guys that maybe the Braves can send off and and get something with some value in return? Boy, they, you know what? Uh, you know, a month ago we're sitting there going, well, you know, they may be able to get some for this guy. You know, right now, here's a guy who struggled when he was forced to pitch on a regular basis there uh, in June. Uh, then, of course, now he's he has the oblique injury. Um, you look at a, a playoff contending team. When, when could they get him into their bullpen? It's probably early September. So I, I think that the significant value for this guy, you know, has disappeared. I do expect him to stay as well. Uh, I, they're really, if you're going to look for a big piece and it's not Julio Tehran, if you're, if you're looking to make a, a significant trade here before the deadline, um, you know, to, to get a, a bat for the future, you're going to have to give up some of your prospects, and I don't see that happening now. That's something that would probably more likely ha- more likely happen during the off season. Uh, let's look at Jim Johnson. I, I think that there may be some teams that say, "Look, yeah, I, you know, I'd like some depth in my bullpen." At the same time, they're not going to give up a lot for a guy who, who basically has faltered. There, you know, the previous times he's been traded. Uh, you remember him going to the A's from the Orioles, going to the Dodgers last year from the Braves. Um, you know, I think that there will be some interest. He probably does end up getting moved. I don't think there's going to be significant value. One name that's interesting is Nick Marquette. Some teams do like the, the thought of putting his bat just for some consistency in their lineup. But here's a corner outfielder who uh, no longer possesses power. And at the same time, uh, his arm strength is not what it once was. So you, you have to know what you're getting. I think that the, the Braves will be more than willing to move him. Uh, it, it, I guess it comes down to how much of the $22 million he's owed over the next few years a team would be uh, willing to, to take on. Because I, I do believe even if the Braves move him, they will have to eat a portion of that, that $22 million. So it sounds like a, a fairly quiet trade deadline from the Braves' perspective is what you kind of anticipate. Well, I mean, let, let's remember, this is John Copalella doing, you know, uh, handling this and uh, – we, we've learned he's never quiet. I, you know, I, I figure that uh, on August second he's going to have to go to the doctor and and, and uh, see if, if how how his ear has reacted to his his, uh, his phone being attached to his ear over the last <laughs> month. But that, but at the same time, look, I look, he's doing all the talking. I, I think that there will look there will be rumors about Julio Tehran because as, as you mentioned, he is the top, probably arguably the the. Uh, top available starting pitcher out there he makes sense in so many different ways for teams it's just how much are those teams willing to give up for him um so hopefully we we start to hear a little bit more about uh you know maybe some of the offers that are being made here over the next week or so and uh have some fun leading up to that deadline
Certainly, it'll be an interesting 10 days, and we'll get to talk one more time, Mark, before we get to that actual deadline next week. Great stuff. As always, this has been MLB.com Extras, our Braves edition. For Mark Bowman, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.